Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you've happened upon the Larcher and Larchard Sports Show, episode 94. We're back in the studio this week. Yeah. After a real typical week over at the boat last week. Hey, lots going on in Chicago sports. We'll try to get to sports tonight. At Larcher Larchard on Twitter, you are listening live on Blog Talk Radio. We're early tonight. It's 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're in Lakeview in Chicago. Thanks for listening on iTunes. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening on Stitcher Radio on the podcast, guys. We do like that a lot as well. Well, what the heck? I'm going to hand it over to my partner, the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Well, thank you, Clark, and uh, what a great intro song there, a little Waylon Jennings. Yeah, how about it? Uh, of course, he was the narrator of the Dukes of Hazard. Yes, he was. Yep. And uh, the band leader. Yes, he was. He was uh, phenomenal. Uh, probably my favorite musician. He was actually here earlier. Oh, no, 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 he's dead. No, 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 his ghost was here, but he got pissed off because we were busy talking with somebody else for a while. <laughs> oh, so we talking st- to Dr. Laura. Stormed out of here. Yeah, he stormed the hell out. He wouldn't do it. Yeah, uh, it's, that was a sad night in television. I was a little kid, and I was playing with my... I wasn't little anymore. I think I was, like, in high school, and I was playing with my action figures, as all high school uh, children do. And uh, You were staying up not for the late show. No. But for the late, late show. I really liked Tom Snyder. Like, I used to love watching Tom Snyder. He was he was the best. Uh-huh. And I used to like that late, late show, and... and I was so excited because I loved Waylon Jennings, and Waylon Jennings was the guest, and Tom was going to interview him, and it was going to be phenomenal. Uh-huh. And they kept teasing, we're going to be right back with Waylon Jennings, we're going to be right back with Waylon Jennings, and they kept going on and on with this other segment. And uh, yeah, so all of a sudden, Tom comes back, and he, he does his intro for Waylon, he's like, you know, uh-huh. a five-time Grammy winner, uh you know, one of the stars of the outlaw movement, Mr. Whaley Jennings. And then, like, they zoom over to the chair, and it's just empty. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then he's like, he's like, uh, Whalen Jennings walked out of here five minutes ago. I've never had this happen. <laughs> never. In the history of broadcast. I've never had anyone walk out on me. Hey, you can give us a call on the hotline at 888-787-4827, or give us a ring at 347-945-6131. Uh, Al, we got a text line. We do. It's 773-559-5189. There it is. Lots going on. Oh, my God. Well, we're just now weeks away from the kickoff of the NFL, the National Football League. Did you say days yet? No, not really. Eight days. days. Is it eight days? Thursday kick it off? Do they kick it off on a Thursday night? They they usually do, yeah. Yeah. But I think think there might be a week between there. Okay. All right. Well, big, big deal coming up tomorrow night. Yeah. Preseason week four. Well, not a big deal for your Chicago Bears against the Johnny Manziel led yeah. Cleveland Browns, who are going to be short of one Mr. Josh Gordon in that game as well. Not that he would play. Well, no, he di- he didn't inhale. He got suspended for a year, but he didn't inhale. Okay, so it's it's an okay suspension. Then. Well, no, he said he was. There was some second hand. He got hot boxed in a car. You know, he was driving to church. Uh huh. 
And on his way to church... Uh, Going to church naturally. There was somebody who was smoking weed in the back seat, and he what? was in the front seat, and he couldn't what? stop it in time. And he got hotboxed on his way to church. And when he got out, he gave that kid a scalding, and he said, I'm taking a cab home. But that just because he inhaled that weed, the secondhand weed, he got suspended for a year. Yeah. One, one, an entire season, 16 games. Right. Jesus. I... I for weed, marijuana, something yeah. that is legal in two well, of the states of our United States of America. Hey, listen, you know what? He broke the law. He broke their rules. You got to pay the piper. No, I, hey, it is it is the rule. Roger Goodell, it seems very wishy-washy, man. You know everybody's talking about it. They're all saying it. Uh, suspending a guy two games for knocking his knocking his fiance out in an elevator. Yeah, but she, she goes ahead and marries him. It's two games. Drags her drags her away like a caveman. A little bit of what, what? What are you looking at? Well, the UPS trucks what outside. You, you always got to know what's going on with the UPS truck. I've watched so much 24. When I see a UPS truck, I think something sinister is going on. Do you know something? I caught a UPS truck from up above for the first time about a year ago. And if you look now, you can kind of see the top. It's white. With a number. Uh, it's to save using lights in the back of the truck. So oh. you can see through it. Okay. You, we got to talk to Hogan about that. About the, yeah. Uh, What's it like at night? I bet it's harder because he's getting back at nine, ten o'clock. We right. UPS well, during the Christmas yeah. season, sure. You don't get in till nine, and it's pitch dark out. Do I need to close the windows, or we're going to be all right tonight? We're no, I, you're saying I'm the one who gets to has distraction we're, we issues. We were in a boat last week, and you were more concentrated than this. We were in a boat. Yeah, of course you'd be more concentrated in a boat. It's a, it's a relaxing environment. You don't have the UPS trucks popping in and out and. Weird stuff going on all around you. Guess what? Here we have something special tonight. What's that? Something that we haven't had in a while. Okay. We have a caller. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our caller, an old friend, Elijah, out in DeKalb. Oh, right on. Yeah, sure. Hang on. Wait up. Oh. We lose gentlemen. Love you. Love your show. Can you hear me? Uh, we hear you loud and clear, brother. How you doing? Coming from the cornfields of DeKalb, the the homeland of Jordan Lynch. What are you doing out there by Northern Illinois University? Are you hanging out with Garrett Wolf? Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, going to class. But, you know, that's, a, that's another discussion for another time. It's time for us to talk some bears. Let's talk bears. I imagine that you're, you're going to be talking about all of the snaps that uh, Jordan Lynch is going to be getting, not at quarterback, but at running back then. Nah, yeah, you know, I'm not too, I'm not too concerned about Jared, uh, Jordan Lynch. Uh, I'm not really probably even going to watch the game. Um, not really too concerned with it. But I'd like to talk about the Seattle game, if you guys don't mind, and that uh, hot box of horse shit. Okay. Well, I mean, it was what it was, and it was bad. Uh, and there's no denying it, that. It's, uh, it's supposed to be the the biggest test of the season. All the starters are going to play for at least two quarters. It's the most real that you're going to get in the preseason. What, what do you think, Elijah? Um, I am going for my prediction from originally 12, to 12 and 4. Okay. Well, uh, before, before, before the preseason. And then it was, once the preseason started, 10 and 6. And now okay. I'm sitting at 8 and 8. I, uh, I kind of felt the same way, but I'm not going to jump. I'm still at 10 wins. Uh, you know, it is preseason. They, they're not playing their full playbook. Trestman's an evil, good genius, both at the same time. He's, he's both good and evil. He's, he's plural in all kinds of ways. And he, he has a process, and his process is going to uh, process results 
and I think he's holding things back, and I don't think there's much going on. And, and I mean, Jared Allen didn't even play. I mean, there was a, there's a lot of ands Fuller was involved with it. Fuller was out. Briggs, they need to make him start running or something. And, and Briggs, I was like, Jesus, that could be scary. I mean, we saw Fat Briggs last year, and this looks like Donut Briggs all over again. Well, he doesn't have to work out anymore, I guess. Well, and, and the the person that scares me the most, too, is Shane McClellan. I know Clark and I were talking about it. I mean, this guy... His first step is always wrong. Teams know this, so they, yeah. what they do against him, misdirections and fakes, and he bites on it every single time. I mean, you do not have um, – yeah, DJ Williams, he's okay, but you do not have a strong side uh, linebacker there that you can count on. And yeah. that is scary with a gap 4-3 defense. Hey, you know, for years we thought Devin Hester may be a little slow. I'm beginning to think that uh, this McClellan kid's the same damn thing. I don't think he's all there. I don't think he's well, it's, got it's any intelligence. Year, his first year in the position there. Oh, they're just trying please. To get, I'm, what I'm saying Come is they're, they're, they're trying to get I'm with Al. They're trying to get anything out of him that they can. No, he, do, you think, do you think that he should be cut, or should they at least try to give him this season? I, you they, know what? they will. It's a it's a first round draft pick. It's uh, the GM's first round draft pick, Emery's. So he is going to play his entire contract. They that's pretty much given. But if this was any other team, any other pick, I think he would have been gone. Oh my God! Yeah, if this was oh, a no third God. round pick, this guy would be out of there. And I, even with exactly who he is, his same athleticism and his same skill set, he would. If he was a third round pick, he'd be gone. Look, Emery makes crazy decisions. He, he picks guys that we don't expect. Well, he picks athletes. It works out at times. That is correct. I think that any other team, had they drafted Shea McClellan and decided that it was time for a position change, I, I believe that they would have – that he'd still be on their team as well. Because he probably would have been drafted by a 3-4 team and playing an outside linebacker, which is what he should be playing. Uh, Not a strong side, 4-3. Not a defensive end. He should be playing an outside linebacker to even have a snowball's chance in hell to stay in the NFL. Because the rumors of the teams that wanted him were the Packers and the Patriots both play 3-4. I mean, it made okay. sense yep. for where and that position played. I don't even think he'd be that good either. He's not that which, special. Which round were they looking at him in? There was rumors that he was going to go in the first, Late that the Packers first? might grab okay. him okay. right after us. What do we have? Uh, what are our options over there? Is, is Bostic... Behind him in the depth chart right now? He's got Machine Green. Uh, yeah. Uh, Green, Green, who played last year. And you also have another guy they were talking about. Uh, his name escapes me, but he, uh, we picked him up as a uh, priority free agent after the draft. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, Our sorry, I don't right have now, a name. We have a, bunch right. of, uh, we have a bunch of weak side linebackers on this team, and we have Briggs. So yeah. Bostic is a great player, possibly, but his natural position, the position he should be playing, is where Briggs is playing. Okay. So what do you do? Yeah, no answers. No. <laughs> the, 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 other, the other, if we can get off of defense for a moment, because that's pretty easy with Mel Tucker. I mean, that oh, guy is effing oh, useless, I, too. After but, this little round table right now, I'm, already, I'm down to nine wins. You know, okay, well, then maybe we can get you down to my eight after this. All right. Jay, Cut- Jay Cutler looked awful. And I'm not saying he looks like old Jay Cutler. 
Now, when Mark Trestman first took him over in the preseason and his first, oh gosh, three, four games, when he was playing out of his mind, he had calm feet, he made his reads, his uh, mechanics were, were, were perfect. And what do we see now in the preseason? I mean, the guy overthrew an outpass in the beginning of the, of the game nine feet high. I mean, I'm telling you guys, unless he comes back and he gets the mechanics and he starts playing like the Jay Cutler from the first three or four uh, games from last season, it's going to be the same. Sh- it's going to be the same shit. I mean, throwing to non-open guys who are just in end zones. I mean, he is Brandon Marshall focused, and that is very bad. Let's wait. Well, for plus, Sunday. and there were some. Sunday, there were some drop passes. Sunday, September seventh. Let's wait for that moment. Uh, you, you can give me you can give me a Facebook message. You can you can shoot shoot us a message over on the site. Whatever you want to do, Elijah, and then we'll talk about about two thirty three o'clock somewhere in there. I'm so convinced Jay Cutler is not an issue. I am back up to ten wins. Jay Cutler is not a problem. Jay Cutler's feet are going to be fine. His his choices are going to be fine. He'll make the sporadic bad choice to that weird receiver that's the cornerback. And uh, throw some interceptions. It's going to happen. He's not going to have uh, a perfect season by any means. But when it, when game time hits, when when that day comes, when we're playing real football, he's got two of the best receivers out there. He's got an above average tight end, and they they got some blocking up front. I'm not worried about Jay Cutler. Anytime this guy's been given time to throw, he plays fine. And I I think it's his preseason, and he's just seeing what he could get away with, and seeing what you know. Elijah, I don't know what it is about you, but you're able to get my partner to go back and forth from the amount of wins better than anyone I've ever seen. He's going to have a win in the Super Bowl with five Pro Bowlers. Possible. Well, let, me, let, me, let me throw this back at Al. When Jay throws his interceptions, where is he primarily in the field, field range? Red zone. Where did he throw that really bad pass? That, uh, that got intercepted, red zone. Granted, I'll give it to you, it's the end of the half. You're just kind of throwing it up, and it is what it is. And I'm glad nobody was stupid enough to try and tackle that guy. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking what we're going to see from Jay is the typical three interceptions, two touchdowns, 150 yards. And with this defense, you are not going to be able to make up with that at all. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think you'd flip it. I think it's three touchdowns, two picks, and I think you're all right. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, uh, Matt Forte hasn't been very lackluster, but again, preseason. But, you know, uh, I just think our defense, we're, we're going to either get touchdowns scored against us or field goals. I mean, I just see I, – I just don't see anything special there. And at this point, I'm almost wondering if it's Mel Tucker because that is the constant value. I mean, we got this guy from Jacksonville who was the worst defense when we got him. And why we picked him up and why they put his trust in him is beyond me, because this guy is not showing me anything. I mean, last year there was no creativity with the personnel. This this preseason hasn't really shown me anything. I mean, it is bad. I have I, I've heard Briggs play that uh, I've heard Briggs play that uh, Jesus, my God, man, I've lost it. I might be having a stroke. I watch that house now, and usually when right. people start talking like that, where they can't the words, it's a stroke. <laughs> so this could be this could be the end. So I'll, I'm going to stick with ten wins in I'll case I do go here. Right. But um, I heard Briggs say that 
basically all they're running are their base formations. They're not doing anything. They're not blitzing or, or showing anything at all. So I'm not concerned yet, but I think at the root of what you're saying is absolutely true. Who is Mel Tucker? This year we're going to find out. Absolutely no excuses. Last year there were excuses. There were injuries. It wasn't completely his system. We didn't allow him to be able to do what he needed to do. We've replaced a lot of coaches, position coaches. We've gotten a more experienced, better uh, position coaching lineup uh, staff put together. So, hey, partner, yeah. it's a process. It is a process. It's and I think uh, even the, he's all right. <laughs> Well, uh, I want to see the process start uh, let's seeing the arrow point up instead of being even or going down. So. Yeah, I'm not going to defend him. He could be terrible. Do you have your torch lit from DeKalb, and are you starting to walk towards Soldier Field right now? or? <laughs> no, no. I'm personally not a Jordan Lynch fan, to be honest. Uh, but, I'm, you know, I'm this, not, this, oh, I'm sorry. This, I was this, actually this, still talking about Tucker. Like, are you ready to... Oh, oh, for Tucker, yeah. Oh, after last season, I was ready to ready to to take it down. I mean, it's I just I just don't see anything with him. I mean, even even on the sidelines, I just don't I don't see anything. You know, okay, and I'll give it to you that if they're running the preseason and running their base uh, defense with the type of defense that they run, uh, you know, cover two or whatever, that's all you should need to be able to stop most of the plays that are going to be played against you. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know that's what Lovey Smith's argument was. We, we do a cover two, and, and what do they say when their defense was so good? We don't do anything special. We just run base cover two. Well, if that's the case, why do you look like shit now, and you, were, and you guys look so good a few years, but, a few years ago? They're no longer going to rely on that base cover two. They are going to have blitz packages, and they're going to run more of a hybrid defense. I've got to give Tucker a chance with what they did in the offseason and the lack, uh, with, without the injuries that they had last year. And I know injuries aren't supposed to be an excuse because you need someone to step in. But through the draft and through free agency, they made some pickups that they, that they needed to make up. And it, you have to be happy with what they did in the offseason. Well, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen that come to fruition yet. Yes, they made some moves, but you know what? I'm still seeing people running chunks of guards off on us. Let me just I mean, say, uh, give it the regular season. I'm happy with what they did in the off season. I think they did everything correct, but that doesn't mean the pieces are going to turn out. I, I can't give you an answer at safety. Maybe we should have went uh, a safety in the draft instead of going with the cornerback. But the cornerback. Ooh, no, I like that corner. That corner is a good. Yeah, he's a good ball player. But again, what was the other option at safety? Because now we're stuck again. Cunty is the pick. I mean, Cunty is who we're going to be seeing. He's a starter, right? He's going to start. Essentially, so. I mean, we're right back where we started with this whole damn conversation when the season ended. The Adrian Wilson project has uh, come to an end. Uh, The CJ Wilson, uh, the guy that Hunter brought out to us last week. Yeah, I, I didn't get to catch how he did this past week because by the time the second half hit, I was I was checked out with with <laughs> Seattle game. Just you weren't alone. What you weren't alone. Of, what do you think of the front line? Defense or offense? Defensively. Defensively, they just haven't shown. I mean, on paper, I liked every single move. I think you, I think you almost upgraded with Peppers, uh, and you you downgraded the pay with by getting Jared Allen. Uh-huh. Um, Lamar Houston, I'm hearing from everyone who is in Oakland that he's a, he's an absolute beast. Rookies, uh, they they look good, but they look like rookies. I mean, if you guys throw the, if you guys or you know if they throw them in there, I, I think we're 
it hasn't it hasn't shown me what we've invested on paper. I think we did the best we could, but you know what? There wasn't a lot out there. For second and third round picks, I want to see something out of those guys. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, they, what they look like rookies, and you need second and third round picks to be more than that. Let's hope that Allen, Allen seems to be the Allen and Ratliff in there uh, amongst the front guys. They're the veterans of the group. Let's hope that they can show Houston's a veteran too. Houston's what? Four years in? Five, this is year five. Yeah, Pleasure. yeah. Houston's four years in, and uh, I went to the game uh, last Thursday, the, the Thursday home game. And I, I, I focused on Jeremiah Ratliff because I wanted to see what this guy was about. You know, he's coming back from an injury and whatnot. And the first series, this guy has his hands on his knees. He's blowing wind. And I'm, and I'm saying to my friend, dude, this guy's out of shape. And, of course, the next play he gets a sack. So who knows? No, listen, as a guy who's carried weight before and played football, there, there is where you, you're able to recover and you're able to play the game in quick bursts, and then you, you do. You do everything you can to catch your breath between plays. You look beat up, but you're right back when you get that hand on the ground and ready to go. I mean, it's Trailer, Keith Trailer, Ted Washington, same type of guy. Sure. Yeah, the guys, the guys. Gamesmanship. Yeah. A little, little, little bit of gamesmanship, giving the illusion. Oh, you remember Ogunleye? Every time that guy got knocked down, he was on the ground, <laughs> missing a play that actually was hurt. And then he was fine. All of a sudden, he was fine. I'm not talking Two plays letter. I'm just saying a little gamesmanship is welcome in all leagues. Hey, I know we don't have you for much time, brother. Thank you so much for the call. It's been a long time. Yes, gentlemen. Uh, I'm glad you were on early because I could listen and call in. So I appreciate your time, and you guys have a good one, and go Bears. Right on, brother. Take good talking to you. And, and, and good written stouts. Yes, amen. <laughs> Goodbye, gentlemen. We actually might need the guy because oh. we need the free uh, special teams play. Oh, Jesus. Whatever. Man. I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit. Stelz was awful to begin with. That guy was the matador, and every time he missed, I would scream out Ole. Yep. Right on. You know it. Elijah, thanks so. for man. Bye, gentlemen. Take it easy. Yeah, wow. I don't know, man. After that Seattle. Door is closing. It, that was a rough go. <laughs> was, I wasn't ready to jump into it even. I didn't even want to talk about it. Yeah, oh. I mean, we were going to talk. I mean, we do a show once a week, Clark, for God's sakes. I think we're probably going to be talking a lot about the game that happened the week prior. Honest, it's been a six days. I should be able to talk about the dang thing. Uh, he brought it up quick, right out the gate. I, I enjoyed hearing from him. Yeah. What did you think? Did you, did you record it? No, I didn't record it. Yeah, I, uh, good, because you wouldn't have watched it. I would have watched it. I, I'd want to see why we got our asses kicked, what, what was going on there. I mean, I, what I saw of it was bad. Oh, it's Friday night. It was just bad. There was just, uh, every time I looked up, something horrible was going on, and I, I just couldn't comprehend it. And just when you think things would start clicking and things would get better, things just got worse. And it was, uh, Let me tell you this. There was no momentum. There was no interest in the game. They, the players weren't playing. right off the bat. Their offense did. And then we had a great drive to start it off, and we were, uh, we were one drop. And it was a force drop away from away from uh, having a shootout. Yeah. It would have been 7-7 seven to seven right then. And we'd have had a completely different ball game. We'd be singing a different tune right now because at least that had happened. If you look at Color's numbers, they weren't all that bad without that. I so mean, this is how you cope. You, you enter this fantasy land of, well, if we had this one touchdown, then it would have been a shootout. No, as I was watching it, I'm like, cool. This, this is pretty much a 7-7 seven seven game, but it's the preseason. Yeah. Who, who cares? That guy, that guy reached in there and made a decent play. But Jeffrey 
Jeffrey normally powers it down anyway. Yeah. It again, it was preseason. And everybody says, let's not worry about preseason. It's preseason. It's it, none of this matters. And every time throughout the history of the NFL, season by season, week by week, it, that's proven to be factual. You don't worry about preseason. Now, we did see some things in there that should raise some concerns, and I think if you have very high hopes for this, you're starting to see the, the rust in the machine. You're starting to see the lack of progress in the progression of the team. You're starting to see issues where there maybe is concern. Forget the score. Forget what happened. Forget the, the uh-huh. teams. Forget everything. Yep. Just the, the, you're, you're able to see it, it exposes some elements that you can't be happy with, and uh, that, that's, that's frightening. And we're not going to know for another two weeks, so we have two weeks to sit on this. Yeah. And then, boom, we you, go right into the real stuff. Do you think that maybe perhaps uh, perhaps we should con- be concerned about special teams play? Oh, my God, yes. This is, uh, this is a nightmare. I thought picking up a punter would give us a hand, and I don't know if we I have. You were all excited about that rookie. damn punter. Still a rookie. Every yeah. week you're still talking you're about the punter. guy, he better be damn good. Well, you're very That's concerned it. about the damn punter when everything else is uh, burning. Here's the thing. Former Bears special teams coordinator. I think it's Tope. Dave Tube. Tope. It's spelled close enough to Tube. It's Tube or Tope, but tope. I think it's Tope. Right, let's just go within the middle. Tube. Tope. Okay. Tope. A uh, couple weeks ago, his rookie kid returned one for a touchdown down there. Our former, down in Kansas City, is where he is now. And then, did you hear what happened this past week? Hester got one, right? Yeah, he did. Yep. Doesn't count, though. It's preseason. Correct. It it doesn't count towards any records. Just like the one in the Super Bowl didn't count. What have you seen from the Bears special teams while this is happening elsewhere in the league? Nothing, but I mean, we didn't have the money to pay Devin Hester, and we obviously have other issues that uh, it's not even an afterthought of if we should have kept him or not. No, he didn't make any sense whatsoever from a financial perspective. Uh, basis and as a player too, he wasn't as. I still, I guess, would rather have him than what we have. But right. I mean, the the realization it wasn't possible. So good for him in Atlanta. I'm excited for him. I hope he breaks the record. No, oh, me too. No doubt about it. I I want him to break the record down there. I hope. I, I really hope that things go well. My bad. Would you be really upset if he broke the record against us? Uh, no. No. I, I'd I'd be happy. For, I, I I'd be happy that I was watching when it happened. That's yeah. it. They can't hear that, by the way. Oh, so this is just for my the entertainment that of my was ears. Just for you, I wasn't going to give that to them. God forbid a UPS truck distracts me. Meanwhile, you got the disco music played in my ears. That is not. Maybe I don't know what the hell you're listening to over there. Oh, did you see the VMA awards? I missed the VMAs. We did have on the other night. I was doing some uh, wedding type events and whatnot, and uh, we had on the other the uh, we had on um. The Emmys were on the other night. Oh, okay. Breaking Bad cleaned up. Yeah, you showed me a picture of Carlton uh, croaking. What? They mentioned Uncle Phil. Oh, yeah, I told you. I, yeah. I win the bet. No, the bet I was the, the Oscars, bet. No, man. It was, it was an award show no. this year. Dude, we had a stake bet on Uncle Phil. Pull the audio. Died. It was, the clear, it was the no. only the Oscars. I'm, you pull the audio. Why don't you... you Find the audio and pull it. Because I'm right. I, yeah. I know oh, yeah, I'm right. Because I don't want to spend the time pulling <laughs> no. the damn audio. That too. Bitch. 
can't argue, and then I have the balls to go get it. I, you know what? Because there's no argument. Right. I, if you find it, I will succeed. Why but would I succeed, bet that at no point in the year they would show Uncle Phil tribute? I know they'd show a tribute to Uncle Phil. He's it's just not at the Oscars. He wasn't Oscar-worthy. Brother, you talking about that brings me to my next point. You brought up the other night, while I believe I was watching that, you brought up something, speaking of the early 90s. Her butt. It is so big. Oh, I thought I was playing the other one. Yeah. So you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> Baby got back? That is right. And who. My anaconda don't. Who My anaconda don't. Who currently has covered that? And the way you presented it to me, and I don't know if this is just your way of like getting Clark behind it, you said right to me, you go, uh, she did a tribute, a very nice tribute. Nicki Minaj, who I'd never seen her before. Yeah. I'd only heard her songs. I love Nicki. Wow, she's gorgeous. Uh, phenomenal. Yeah. It's great. Uh, you said her tribute to Sir Mix-a-Lot, which hits right into the breakfast. Right, because we both, yeah. I mean, as former, as, as KJs, oh, yeah. I mean, we hear Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back, every yeah. night. And it's a fun song. Right. Yeah. It's it is. It's like, I don't cringe when people request that. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Right. It's fun. Exactly. Exactly. Hang on. Yep. There we go. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> did I hear twat? I think so. Wow. I think so. This is a family so show, Clark. Did a tribute as you had presented it to yeah. me. I thought you were just trying to dance around my head with that. Bees in the trap. Yeah. But the song, I listened to it myself, and yeah. I've got to be honest. I myself. It's catchy. I, I don't hate what she did. And the fact that Sir Mix-a-Lot is behind it, he he gives his full blessing to it, makes me makes me all right with it. Yeah. Because I don't know if you realize it, but Sir Mix-a-Lot, his song sampled everything. Did it now? It, it, well, it sampled even Me So Horny. Okay. Well, two live crew. Well, two live crew. Um, it, it had sampled an earlier song than that as well. So that's what his whole song was. So he doesn't mind what she did. My anaconda don't. My anaconda don't want none unless you got one. Do you play this a lot? Yes. You do? I do. The kids love it. The kids, uh, the kids growing on the kids. I think the VMAs helped it. Like now it's. Okay. Well, what. Did the other thing help it? The backup dancer getting bit by a boa? No, but the video does. Okay. The video Check out. the video out. I'm on the video right now, actually. Yeah, um, yeah no, it's good. Now, people enjoy it. All right, cool. Well, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're behind it. I don't know if this is... Did you hear Shug Knight just got killed? No. Yeah. Get out of here. Somebody killed him in his hotel room. Come on. Or his How hospital. How Shug Knight die? Wow. Really? That's what, I, that's what the, the door guy was telling me. Which door guy? Billy. Really? Please no. call us if Suge Knight is, is dead or alive. Friends of Suge Knight believes gang has a price on rapper's head. Oh, no. He was, invi- he was there. Somebody did die. The, the headline I see from the lovely uh, TMZ.com, from TMZ.com, uh-huh. Suge Knight, I ain't no snitch, not talking to the cops. That's the headline from uh, the great TMZ. But Suge Knight's still alive or Suge Knight dead? Suge Knight's alive. He survived. But other people died. Okay. You know who went with Suge Knight after everything went to hell? Hmm. Uh, MC Hammer went with Suge Knight for a while and tried to become hard after doing all that typewriter stuff with, like, 
Well, you can't touch this. A lot of G's. You got to pray just to Stay make left. it today. Yeah. And then it was uh, bumps, Pumps in a Bump was the song that came out later. Scotty, yeah, it, it's bad. By MC Hammer? Yeah. Bumps in a Bump. And that was during his, uh, his Suge Knight phase. And then Vanilla Ice went metal for a while. That's correct. Yeah. Everybody's going all over the place. I don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. Oh, boy. So Derek Rose didn't look too good the other night, huh? Kind of a disappointing performance. It got held to three points. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, no, you think I don't pay attention to this stuff, but I'm I'm on it here, man. You see? Derek Rose looking sloppy. Who? D. D Rose. Our D. Rose. No, he's not. The bull who's been missing for the last four years. He's back this year. He's returned. And uh, he's ready. Al, he he looked like, good for a little bit. And this now, is like the preseason here. What are you talking about? You're talking about Well, pre-season? then he should be playing. Preseason. Preseason. They're going to have fails starting the entire game. Because you don't start Jay Cutler because he's your franchise. Why aren't you starting Clausen? I don't be, but I, that's not the point. We're not getting back to football. We're talking about Derrick Rose. He shouldn't be playing over in Europe or here or wherever the hell this yes, thing's he happening. Should. Get him ready to play. He'll be fine. He's a professional who's owned by a team, and that team should not allow him to be going all over, caravanning all around the world, playing basketball, risking getting another damn injury. We can't afford another injury. If he only scored three points, it's because he wasn't. He he was off. His knee was sore. He was playing in and out. He's been been back. Knee's all right now, isn't it? I don't know. It's always sore. He's always taking time off to get that knee fixed. Guys, we are just a few minutes away. Uh, Coming up at about 7 o'clock. Central Standard Time, you can catch the Chicago Cubs versus the Cincinnati Reds. Tonight, it's the debut of long-awaited prospect Jorge Soler. He's playing right field tonight, batting fifth. Batting fifth right behind Luis Valbuena. Bueno. And we're going to see what happens. I am excited. I'm going to turn on this game right afterwards. Jorge Soler, about a year or two ago, Al, you probably saw his YouTube clip. He was going to the other side of the field with a bat in his hand, going to the dugout right after right after they had picked him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's turning things around. He's not quite the hothead he was, I hope. I don't think that he is. Yeah, no, we don't need any more trouble there. I've been talking with a couple different guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Johnson, one of them. Doc, we've had him on the show a couple years ago talking about the Cubs. And let me tell you this. Hearing from him, hearing from my guy over at Cubs Den, they're telling me that this fella, Jorge Soler, hits the ball like you've never seen. When he makes contact with that ball, something good's going to happen. Something magical. It's a fast swing. It's just a solid, great swing. And that is what Theo Epstein has done with the Cubs. Everyone keeps saying, oh, you're talking prospects. Who cares about prospects? Well, Mm -hmm. the people who are saying that must not be paying attention to what's actually happening in the minor leagues. Listen, I wish we were talking about prospects with the Bears. Just take a couple looks. Exactly. Uh, Prospects are a great thing. And and that's like the bench for the Bears. Prospects right now, because in baseball, you've got to keep them playing, so you can't have them sitting. Prospects? Prospects. Got to have prospects. No, you do. I'm from Prospect Heights, Clark. I know these things. It's all about prospects. Let me tell you this. Jorge Soler, he's coming in. Jacob Turner makes his starting debut tonight for them. Turner's the guy that we picked up off of waivers from the Miami Marlins. A couple years back, he was the first-round pick from the Detroit Tigers. He was involved in that big Annabelle Sanchez trade just before the deadline in 2012. And what an exciting day that was. I remember it like it was yesterday. Let me tell you, Cubs are rebuilding, doing it a different way than it has ever been seen. 
Well, the dam pretty well. The damn league keeps changing the rules to hurt them. Have you seen this? What's that? They they've been the way they've been scouting. Oh, yeah. They rechanged the well, system no, last the, week because Theo's so good at finding holes in that system. They that keep he'll exploit them. They'll exploit those. What's going on? So, how good is he that the league is making rule changes? Well, based I, on what he's done. But once he runs out of ideas, then what? Well, he he had ideas in Boston where he brought him two championships. It's no doubt. And you got to say at least had a foot in the door for this last one as well. So that's three. So I'm just saying, let's put a little trust in the guy. Give him some effing time, and let's just see what happens. And I'm a fan of my buddy Faye. Right now, Jake Arrieta, my friend. He's going to be starting again tomorrow night. He's doing a solid job. He could be a solid second or third starter. Fr- Friday night, I'm going to be down there in St. Louis with my dad, with my aunt and uncle. I'm going to get to see Hendricks start. He's the rookie. He's 5-1 and one right now. Sure, sure, they're young, and it's, it's the first time this is going for him, but things are turning around. Theo has a way of looking at players like no other teams are doing it right now. They're finding guys who... Just because things are happening to him based on the way the ball game goes, like ERA, so many other facts come into what this ERA stat is, Al. So many other factors that you can't just concentrate on that, but a lot of teams do, so they're cutting guys. And this is your Theo and Jed thought. So they're going to pick these guys up, and let's just see what they have. You don't have to pay them much to bring them over. Let's see what they have. And that's what Jacob Turner's doing tonight as a starter. See if he can bring it back. The Tigers were hesitant to trade him for Annabelle Sanchez. Right. They were hesitant to do so. I'm just saying he had something going on, and anything can get screwed up down in Miami. Anything's getting screwed up. Al, come watch some baseball with me. <laughs> no, I enjoy listening. I like talking baseball with you. It's fun, uh, but definitely not watching do baseball I, with you. Do I say too much about things to keep it interesting? Is that what happens? No, I'm, I'm very interested. I think this how, is... Uh, how very, like... Seriously, like, just kind of watch and see what the fandom does. I, I, I just want to see. It, well, sure, it may not play out, but what else is there to cheer for right now? But that's a loser's attitude. I, mean, I don't you think gotta, you gotta, you got to start. You've got to start believing that you can okay. win. And you've got to start forgetting your crappy tradition and moving forward and being the winners Thee wants and the vision Thee has for this team. And you've got to accept it. And it's, it's great. It's moving. Are Boom. you guys... Uh, you're I, right. I'm more of a winning thought than than what you're saying right now. I'm just saying, hey, I'm don't ready trust to go them. back to the drawing board and win some games when the guys up here aren't doing it right. Yeah, that's why I'm paying attention to what's going on. Addison Russell just made the Arizona Fall League. They're going to send guys over there like they did last year. That's where Chris Bryant became the star. That's when I first started hearing about him. He was MVP of that league, and now he's going to be up next year with the big league club in one season. That's the reason why he's staying down. But yeah, they announced the uh, they announced the team for the Arizona Fall League. You got a right-handed pitcher Zach Cates. Yeah, there's a few of these guys. They got a left-handed pitcher. They got another right-handed pitcher, C.J. Edwards. He's throwing 95 at times. That uh, that Cates guy, the left-hander, is getting up to 91, 92. Let's just see what happens. They just want to see some more out of these guys. Some of them have been hurt. Some of them. Uh, some of them just uh, haven't been given the fair shake. So they they want to see more of them. And then there's Addison Russell, who is one of our top prospects. We got him in the trade uh, that involved uh, Samarja yeah. with Oakland. He was Oakland's number one prospect, and that's who we got from that trade. That's how well that worked out. Another trade real quick, Al. I'm almost done with the No, uh, please. go cub it talk. Uh, the guy who's starting tonight at first base, Vileka. Vileka? Vileka? Could somebody correct me on Vileka. that? Vileka. Chris Vileka. Vileka. He, uh, 
he came up uh, from the minors when uh, when we traded uh, Bonifacio and Russell over to uh, Atlanta. So that's that's when he first came up. He's played in a couple games, and he stepped in tonight for Anthony Rizzo, who left last night's game with back tightness. Oh, so Boney's getting in there. Yeah, so Valeka is coming in there. All right. Uh, as I said earlier, Soler's going to go fifth tonight. I, I wish I was in Cincinnati, but I'm really excited. I've been hoping to see him. Going to go down uh, Friday to check him out. Baez is batting second again, of course. Castro's back uh, from his bereavement leave. Coughlin leads off. Valbuena's batting fourth. I said that earlier. Castillo is the catcher uh, at sixth. Valbuena's the third baseman. Uh, Alcantara, the center fielder, is wet and way down at seventh. We'll see what happens. Hey, when you're down there, do me a favor and spill a beer on a St. Louis fan. Oh, no doubt about it. Please, are you wearing all your cubby gear? Yeah, my dad and I are. Uh, I, I got an aunt who's coming with us. An aunt, and she is going to be wearing. Do you say aunt or aunt? I say aunt. I say aunt too. I say aunt. Yeah, it's it's where we're from. It's an aunt. So it's an aunt. She uh, she's going to be wearing red, most likely. Oh, most of my dad's dismay. We both warned him. We both said, "Hey, none of that red over there." Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I haven't seen my Uncle Gene in a while. I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, good. Excited about the road trip with my dad. Oh yeah. I've been studying his car. Okay. He, uh, he just picked up a 2015 Chrysler 200C. Wow. Um, so I looked it up because I wanted to find out about the radio because I want to load it up with some, you know, a good father-son mix for yeah. a six-hour road trip to St. Louis, right? Uh, I'm thinking some country. Maybe we could talk right after this. Sure, show. absolutely. You know, maybe we could do, do work out a trade or something yeah. with some tunes that might be somewhere. Yeah. But uh, that's what I wanted to look up was the radio. I got lost. All of a sudden, like, the book of these new – do you understand what's going on with new cars, Al? Like, we don't, we don't purchase brand new cars. We live in the city. No, I'm trying to get a pedal to work on my bicycle. This thing, this thing thinks for you. Wow. It, it has a cruise control setting on it that in traffic, it'll stop the car before it hits the next one. Like, if you're bumper-to-bumper traffic, you're kind of rolling forward. It'll stop you. Holy That's cow. what the car's doing. The car's unreal. If I sit down, it'll realize that I'm not my dad. It'll, I think it's going to ask me, who are you? Kit. My, I'm, yeah. I'm driving kit is what I'm getting at. I'm pretty sure. Wouldn't you get if you if you were uh, the manufacturer of Detroit? Wouldn't you get the guy who played uh, kit? Wouldn't you get him, Mr. Feeney, to do the voice? Yes, I would too. Yeah, for any commercial that you're putting out. No, for the car, the actual voice in the car. Oh, I, I would have well. Kit's voice. Yeah. I mean, he's still alive. Why not? They should hit him up soon. I want Feeney to get paid a little bit. Yeah, give Feeney a payday. He he deserves it. Feeney's a fine American. So I'm excited about the trip, and I'm thinking 90s and below country, kind of what okay. came when we were in Nashville last week. You know, I, that's what I was hoping. For. We thought some good country there. I mean, there was uh, I heard some uh, Joe Diffie, man. I got to bring Bill back and steel guitar. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, that was great. Great bar. That bar worked out real well. That's on Printer's Row there. Second night, yeah. It was awesome. But yeah, so I'm trying to figure that out. I think I think if I stick with some of that country, we'll be all right. Maybe even throw in a little Sawyer Brown from the 90s and stuff. A little Travis Tritt, maybe. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Travis. Travis Tritt's great. You know what I've been playing a lot lately that's actually really good, and it kind of fell off the radar? Do you remember the Mavericks? Yeah, I, the name is familiar. And they were kind of, they had they a lot had of horns. Kind of one song really went. All you well, ever do is bring me down. Okay, all right. Yeah, which I think Dwight did as well. Wow. But uh, the Mavericks, yeah, I've been uh, good, man. Good stuff. It was a cool live album. Can I tell you this? Huh? I'm going to bring new technology to Dad's car because he has this fancy car. You know, it's got your like your USB plug-in. It's got yeah. your 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 uh, your audio jack. Well, it doesn't have a CD player on it. 
No, of course not. So dad Absolutely. Up. He, he's so caught up that he's got himself CDs. Things are going well there. Uh, <laughs> he has a disc man. He found his disc man, and he has that plugged into the audio jack right now. Jesus. You know what? It just uh, let him know about Spotify. I, I'm going to te- – this is the trip. Okay. I think this is the trip where I ease technology on. And he's, he might even be listening. I doubt it. I mean, I'm holding on to thousands of CDs. I have thousands of CDs. And so I know. I mean, they're, they're collecting dust, and not all of them you can find uh, out there. I have CDs and DVDs still. Yeah. But when my day-to-day operations, when I want to listen to music, man, Spotify has every damn album virtually. And what's that run you a month? Ten bucks a month. Ten bucks a month. And you can listen to anything you want whenever pretty you want. Pretty much. The only things that are missing really is Garth Brooks and the Beatles. Okay. So pretty big. Yeah. Big I mean, chunks of music. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Dad has Garth Brooks on a ton of CDs. Right. Oh, wait, we're not doing Well, that. you you could still. I can put them on. We, we, right. we can get them there. We can get them there. That'll do the trick. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm going that way, but it's a disc man. I okay. just find it. It's just like me, similar, a little different, using in the 97 Saturn that I'm driving with yeah. a tape deck. I have the old uh, tape adapter in there. And then converter thing. I don't have a CD plugged into it, but I use it as my Bluetooth. I okay. plug my phone into it. People can hear me. I can hear them through my car speakers. So you're not using it as a Bluetooth because Bluetooth is wireless. But it's, it's like it's, it's – You're using it as your audio input. Bluetooth. I didn't have remote-controlled lights when I was a kid at my bed, so mm-hmm. I, I worked a string over to the light switch. I was a lazy kid. Wow. I worked a string to the light switch. I, um, I watched Tony. I Shrunk the Kids. Come on. I had bunk beds, so the, the top bunk above me, I lined it with Christmas lights, and I had the plug right next to the bed. Wow. So, yeah, I could just plug it in and you know, do you some reading to, yeah. and then just unplug it. And Hey, are you finding yourself in your, uh, in your losing weight phase these days? Uh, like putting things further away now when you used to like, I used to do things to be lazy, like hmm. purposely set things certain places <laughs> or like I used to starting running. I used to beg for stoplights. Yeah. I got to a point this past year and I haven't run in about a month. I'll mm-hmm. be straight up honest about that. But I got to a point this year where I, um, I was hoping to miss the stoplights and just run right through them. I used well, to, go. to take a break. And I got to that point, so it's the same So maybe thing. you should find a track. I mean, there's a track right over here, I think, if you want to use it. Running then you don't, have to, boring, you don't have to bug people and run around people. And I mean, this damn city's congested with so much population. It would make a lot of sense if you just ran on a track. It would be safer for you, and it would be safer for people driving, motorists, and everybody in general. Breaking news. I had the wrong information. It must have been 7.05 Eastern time that the, that the Cubs started. Because nine minutes ago, Cubs outfielder Orge Soler hits a home run in his first major league at bat. The Cubs oh. lead Arizona two to nothing. There's your wow. History was just made here. This is, could be the this could be the foundation, the building stone of tomorrow for the Chicago Cubs. I'm telling you right now, Orge Soler, boom. Chris Bryant will be up next year. Baez is hitting home runs all the time. He is breaking records right now that aren't as good. People are saying, watch out for it, Al. Uh, Bryant is striking out more than anyone. He had another four-strikeout game yesterday. Striking out a lot. But I'll tell you what, he's hitting a lot of home runs. He's turning it into home run derby because he either strikes out or he hits a home run. I brought it up last week. I thought it was amazing that when I was at the game and I talked to Dr. Johnson about it, he had an eight-pitch walk. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about with that, but that's pretty good for the kid. Yeah. Pretty damn good for the kid. 
Hey, I don't go, go ahead. I don't mind if you, I don't know if you, we've talked about this a little bit, but I actually I decided I got challenged to do the ice bucket challenge, and I thought now would be the time to just get it over with and oh, just me too. do it live. Yeah, me too. Can I? Huh? I, so I'm, I'm gonna in. I'm gonna go do mine right now. Okay. Okay. I got nominated by Kim Jong Il. Okay, Lauren. I already you, have the supplies. Lauren's bringing in two buckets of water. Um, right now. At perfect. Thank you, Lauren. We I, appreciate it. Kim Jong Il. Don't have to talk right now. It's fine. It, it's good. Don't have to talk into the mic. Thank you. Good. Kim Jong Il went ahead and he challenged me. He's an angry little man, and I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, in lieu of donating to the uh, ALS, I'm gonna <laughs> donate to the charity of my choice. Okay. And uh, I'm going to go ahead, and we got the cold water, and we're just going to do this now. In return, I challenge uh, Brian Hunter. Oh, all right. Um, Jim Pekowitz and um, whoever's in charge of ISIS. Okay. Yeah, I want, they, they should probably do that, too. Okay, well, here okay. we go. All right. Whoa. Oh, my goodness, Alex. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, that's cold. Oh, my goodness, Larch. Oh, my God. Well, I did it. I did it for charity. I did it for America. I am like the Lance Armstrong of the ALS Challenge. Clark, are you to go do now? Partner, do you mind if I, Please. If I join Let's you? get this I, over I don't with. mean to jump on your, your thing. I am going to donate to ALS and to uh, ALS. I'll take the money. I'm going to donate to the Foundation for Fighting Blindness as well while we're at it. Uh, oh. Woo-hoo. Yeah, grab a towel. Yeah, that felt good. We are charitable there individuals. America's a fighter place right now. Oh, my now. goodness. And right now, I would like to challenge Cliff Hagerman. I would like to challenge Alan Greenspan. Nice. And I would like to challenge Orhe Soler. Gentlemen, you're up next in the Ice Bucket Challenge. That's right. You've got 24 hours or else uh, I don't know what happens. How are we going to continue to do the show in these wet clothes? Well, we're just going to tough it out like men because that's what we are. We're charitable men. We'll do what we can. So I don't know if you've been following what's going on with, your, um, with the uh, Washington football team known as the Redskins. They, uh, they are having issues with their quarterback. Redskin one, Kirk Cousins. A lot of people are feeling is outplaying Redskin 2, RG3, and there, there's actual legitimate controversy over who should be starting. So, you know, we're talking about McClellan. There's be, other teams that are having issues that are a hell of a lot more serious. We've had that quarterback thing, huh? Well, we've had that. We People forget. We had like two decades of that. So, um, you know, people bitch about Cutler all the time. It's like, what do you want, people? What do you want? Yeah. I hope I don't get ammonia because of this thing. I mean, RG3 starts, right? Well, I yeah, I mean, based on Why draft. Why Cousins but, QB1 there? Well, I'm, I just, uh, he's just, he's Redskin 1 right now. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, no, RG3 I believe is the starter, but there's still some questions. People are not happy with uh, what they're seeing out of RG3. The once bellyhood RG3, who everyone was talking about, man, Madden football just came out. I was going to ask you about Madden football. Where, I wrote that down somewhere. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't made the plunge yet. I, I'm ready to go to the next generation. I want to get an Xbox One, but I'm going to somebody's wedding in a couple of weeks, so I, oh. I just want to you know, uh, make sure I got money for the hotel and stuff before okay. I go buy yeah. the Xbox. Of course. And I've got to make yeah. sure the rent's going to come through with the new job and everything. So 
I'm like, I got to hold back. So it's like, well, do I just buy the game for the current generation? $70. That's no drop in the sand. I wouldn't buy the... Wait, you mean the old one? For the, the 360, yeah. Uh-huh. For the, oh, for the okay. old gen. Oh, but you're looking to get in the new system. But the new system I'm probably going to acquire probably within the next two months. Okay. I think you hold out. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they're selling it now. You can, for $400, you can get the new system and Madden together as a package. Wow, that's a decent price. So, I mean, it's like, I don't know what the hell to do right now. I'm, I'm at a crossroads, but I'm excited for the new Madden. We'll see. And, uh, yeah. hold out for a minute. No, I'll, I'll hold out. I just started playing the new Madden. you have a friend that has, like, a... Uh, that has a system, a newer system, that maybe you can kind of just nudge him? Yeah, I could probably. Just pick up the game. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'd say. Hey, did you hear about it? The new Sports Illustrated cover? The regional cover. The regional cover for the NFC North. There's your guy. Aaron Rodgers isn't on that cover. Nope. That's what I'm saying. I see Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler's right there next to some fat kid. Uh, who is that, uh, John uh, Stafford? Yeah, that's John Stafford. Oh, how about that poor kid in St. Louis? Detroit still has it. Oh, yeah, Stafford is in St. Louis, right? Uh, no, I thought that was Sam oh, Bra- the, Bradford. Stafford, Sam Bradford. Oh, no, it says here that Stafford is a Detroit Lion. Yeah, Sam Bradford is the one who went down. Stan. With the uh, Derrick Rose uh Type injury. The two years in a row, he's out for the season. Oh, he's done. They're out without. They're out without a quarterback once again. Poor Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher is the most lovable, friendliest, happiest. Every player wants to play for him. Coach, I've ever seen. People love this guy. Experts talk about him as if he's a, he's a genius, uh, a former bear. He's got ties to the city. Uh-huh. Uh, God bless Jeff Fisher, but the poor man has just be- the worst luck in the world when it comes to teams. No, no doubt about it. This kid, he's probably done. I don't mean to be rude by saying that. No, but, please be rude. But does this fella have a college degree? Because he may want to look into something else. Well, no, athletes, they go into um, a lot Sports of real training. estate. Real estate? Yes. Car sales. Or, or assistant coach if they're not smart enough to do the other stuff. Or middays on the score. One of the, there that you that go. Could happen Speaking too. of which, your guy, the longest, the, the bear who played in more games than anyone. Besides Steve McMichael. That doesn't count. Uh, Pat Manley hasn't beat. Um, Asterisk. You're all right. It's not a real player. Uh, he's on the score now. He took over he your, your guy Max's spot. Yeah. Dan McNeil went to go play. I see his Twitter or his Facebook every day. He spends a lot of time golfing now. McNeil's golfing yeah. these days, huh? And uh, they're bringing in this Patrick Manley, who's not a radio guy, but he's a guy with a lot of experience in the NFL, and I think he's smart, and it's going to be interesting. I'm going to give it a listen to. I'm not writing them off. And quite frankly, you look now at their competition and you see, what's his name, Waddle. Uh-huh. And you're just like, okay, old guard, bear, not as interesting. Kind of losing a little, uh, making them look a little stale. Now the bears have, now the, the score has their bear. Yeah, but, so, and he's the longest tenured bear. He knows all the history from the last. Have watching it? Waddle's been playing it as like this scotch drinking guy who, get, who gets a little tipsy. And yeah. He'll fly drunk because he's always flying out to Bristol now. Right. Because he, he's working with ESPN well, out there a couple days a week. Yeah. During the football season. So then he's flying back and he's, he's got a couple, he's got a family and kids and whatnot, but he's playing the old guy who loves his scotch now. Yeah. That's what's going on. Spiegel plays the hip music guy. Right. He's in a band he's and in his tribute who band. keeps a bottle of Jameson in his thing, who is working with a guy who is recovering. Yeah. Which is pretty hilarious in itself. 
Hey, heard from James this week. He was going to be on the show last week. Oh, yeah. How's that? Glad he's still alive. We've been chatting back and forth, and there's a good chance he could make it to my wedding. Okay. I hope he does. That would be wonderful. I'd love to see the kid, uh, as always. James is uh, one of my favorites. Well, I'd like to make sure that he's still alive for that Cubs game that we're all supposed to be going to together. (laughs) Yeah, when is that? No. I'm glad to hear that he's still alive. It's uh, the 15th, a couple nights after, uh, after you, sir. And I got to tell you, thank you so much. I'm honored to have you do it, the the officiant of our wedding. Well, thank you. I'm yeah. uh, honored to, to be as such. It's, uh... it's crunch time, so I'm leaving pretty early in the morning tomorrow. Okay, uh, gonna be away. It'll be the third weekend in a row that Lauren and I, one of us, isn't in the house. Wow! I spent mine last week. It was amazing. First night, Friday night, Bears pregame. Oh man, did I have a party! It was me, and it was some food. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Was it. A little bourbon. Boom. There's a little red wine. Yep. It was football. Bears. <laughs> Could have hoped for a better game, but you know what? With the surrounding, I mean, that's a nice. Saturday night was quite similar without the Bears, which after the Friday night, I was quite all right with that. Yeah. I had a great time. No good. I'm you, ever, you ever just have those nights alone? Yes. You get to do so much that you like. I, I, I have most, uh, well, virtually all this of my nights alone. I don't ask you to hang out sometimes because uh-huh. I'm like, Al just wants to be alone and I'm just ruining his good time. I do like to be alone. That's absolutely true. Bit of a loner. Or his Solaire hit a home run. I could not be happier. Right now, I mean, this voice, this is my happy voice right now. This is just pure passion and excitement because this, again, is the foundation and the building stones of the future Cubs, your world champion Cubs, which we better see in the next, how many years? Saying that next season we're a wild card contender. So you'd be looking for it by about June or July. And then the following season, the Cubs could be playing November baseball. November baseball. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Ross. Um, so you're uh, saying two years. I have some of my barbecue sauce, too. <laughs> so you're saying two years. Yeah. Now, this is just my, my opinion. Again, my opinion. That's my, it's just me talking here. Uh, I remember last year you said two years. And then before Theo, it was a year at a time. It was, oh, next year we'll get him. Next year we'll get him, which wasn't realistic. You've got to have heels. Um, so, yeah, it was always before Theo, it was always we'll get him next year, but it was a joke because you guys do, you, you weren't going to get him next year. Now it's, it seems like since Theo's been here, it's, we're going to get him in two years. Well, there's a little, like, you're, eh, next year, don't worry about it, but the year after, boom. Because next year was supposed to be the year they were supposed to be doing it. Oh, yeah. I know it. But l- let's see. We, okay. Give them another right. year. Why, why, the process is playing out. The process is playing out. They've been one step ahead of the MLB game. If they're making, I'd, rather have, I'd rather have the MLB making rules because of what my team's doing Correct. than what the opponent's doing. That is a no phenomenal point. That means That's that right. they're ahead of the step. So let's get behind them. Let's, let's rally. Oh, man. I, I can't wait to turn this game on. It's, uh, we're down to about a minute and a half, folks. Hoot doggy. We appreciate you being here. Don't forget to drink our barbecue sauce. That's right. Larcher, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Do it. I'm so glad that you brought up doing the, uh, doing the ice bucket challenge tonight. Yeah, it was good to get it out of the way. Hey, I'm done. I've been challenged enough times, and I've, pushed, I've, I've put it off and put it off, and I haven't had time. But right, what better to do than right here live Tonight, on the airwaves? The challenge was accepted, and we exceeded. And you gentlemen, you gentlemen have been challenged, and you know who you are.
All the and listeners. We you to step up. All our listeners, all 400 of them, you need to all do the bucket. If more alcoholics do the challenge, if more alcoholics do the challenge, I myself, I'll buy you a steak dinner party. All right, because the Clark Myers need to do them too. We always come through on our steak dinners. We always pull through on the bets. All right, I'll see you all next week. We're better Americans because Clark and Division. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 94. Please catch us on the next episode, episode 95. 95. It's going to be 95. Thank you. Have a good one. This is a Ricky Ricardo production. Hey, podcasters, at Larcher Lawrenson on Twitter. Make sure to tweet us. At Larcher Lawrenson. At Where's Clark and at Larcher Than Life on Instagram and Twitter. Have a good night. You cast a, a huge shadow, which, is, which I don't mind at all because it's a shadow of a great man. No timeouts here. The Bears have brought in Evan Britton, who is extra offensive lineman. He's reported eligible, but they'll max protect and send three receivers out, plus Forte perhaps. 17 seconds left without a timeout. McCown steps up, end zone shot for Jeffrey. Go get it. Is it possible for you to shut the fuck up for 10 seconds? On Tom Snyder's late, late show in 1998. He really didn't want to do the Tom Snyder show unless he could be the only guest on the show. Controversial radio personality Dr. Laura was Snyder's first guest. When Dr. Laura's interview began eating into the 30 minutes of airtime producers had promised would be his, Wayland's blood pressure began to rise. He's sitting there and watching Dr. Laura and uh, Tom talk. In 20 minutes, he says, We're leaving. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Pretty good. When yet another segment started with Dr. Laura still being interviewed, Wayland's famous outlaw attitude erupted. Somebody came over and said, it's not going to be parallel, just a few minutes. So we sat there and in about 35 minutes he says, call the car. Wayland Jennings walked out of here about five or ten minutes ago. He is not here. Classic moment in television history. There is nobody in the chair. Gave him plenty of warning and he left. I just don't think you do it to Wayland Jennings. Evidently, you did in that particular night. <laughs> Wayland's exit left a flustered Tom Snyder with 18 minutes of time to fill and no guests. And the guy just got on the elevator and left. Could have just spit on Snyder and left. That would have been just not as good. Had it not happened, uh, it would have just been another television show that Wayland did. But since it did, everybody talks about it. I have never had anybody leave before they came on. Do a show with Wayland too. So the lights came on and every bug within a thousand miles came. And so Wayland's sitting up there on the stool doing his show and he finishes his song and he just stepped back and said, These 
Them bugs are coming in shifts now. And he said, what the hell? How am I supposed to be able to? And I said, note to self, can't say damn on stage. Waylon did it.